Hello, friends. Welcome to the Doghouse Dogcast. Coming to you live on tape from the Doghouse Studios, where second place is always up for grabs. Real quick, because I was so flustered trying to get us on here. By the way, I was like a kid. For the people who were watching or tuning in, I was like one of those kids, like blowing on the Nintendo tape, trying to get it fucking in, trying to put a tape on top of it, trying to get the fucking thing to turn on. And I forgot to press record, so I just pressed it. So if you're tuning in, because we are going to post this as a podcast, we have Jay Rubin here. Here's what we've covered so far. Uh, Jay Rubin is going to throw gas this year. He's going to throw Lester Price. Lester Price is a grown-ass man. Uh, They're going to throw all cornhole, game changers. He's got a New Jersey out, buy the Jersey guy. I'm a shitty IT guy. Donnie's in Disney World. You just caught up. All right. So... uh, so the game changer smooth. Tell me about those. I haven't. I haven't even touched them, dude. What are they like? Peer assistant. So for me, it's, it feels a tad thicker. It almost has a. It's almost like a. It feels like kind of a viper with that dot feel in my hand. Okay. Um, like if you got a brand new viper, it kind of feels that way almost all the way throughout. Um, but yeah, Peer it felt assistant. better to me in my hand because I just didn't feel like when I was throwing. A really broken in game changer felt like it would get away from me at times. And this bag is a little bit fuller and a little bit wider. It's not like a study, um, but I feel like I'm going to have more control with it. And I feel like I'm going to have more confidence just throwing the bag all together. Well, he um, (laughs) he is napping. You're live on Facebook, Dana. So that my beer assistant's very angry that I yelled beer assistant. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Um, so I'll be I'll be honest. I mean, obviously it's your sponsor, so you can just stay mom. But game changer steady was just that's a junk bag. Like in my opinion, like it, what it, I get what they were trying to go for. I just did, I mean, some people like it, I guess, but I I don't like that bag. Honestly, that is I like a, the steady. I don't mind the steady. I actually got them broken in, and it's a great <laughs> wind outdoor bag. I can cut right through that wind and it'll play like, you know, throwing an advantage in a wind or something else that's a little bit, you know, bigger or thicker fuller. Um, So when you're playing outside, you know, some of them beach style tournaments or whatever it may be, that's actually not a bad bag to use because you're going to have a lot of control. And then if you get up around the hole, it's still going to have some forgiveness. See, I think think the biggest problem, the biggest problem with studies, everybody gave up on them. They quit. They didn't break them in. They didn't do anything. They just started throwing them, and they weren't game changers. They were not meant to be game changers. So everybody quit on that bag, and everybody started selling them at a fire sale. Like, I still have them in my trunk. I still use them every once in a while, especially I like them when the board's board's a little more moist. You can almost land them like a slide right. If you Mm -hmm. hit the pad side flat on the board, you can slide it right up the top. I'm going to tell you this right now. I have a theory that I'm working on that Donnie, like he went, he's from Jay. He's from the, the, the place in Massachusetts that like, he's from Boston. If you grow up where Donnie grew up, you should have a fucking Boston accent to crush mine. Right. But I'm convinced that Donnie went to like speech therapy or something. He always slipped. Back. <laughs> I just heard it. It was like, I don't know what you said. You said like, farther but you stay you're like father and i'm like oh oh donnie's dropping there it, it. Is. He just dropped his r so donnie i'm <laughs> on to you i know fucking something happened there you went to like <laughs> mr gold school of how to speak properly or something like listen that. we've already covered this 
my major when I was going to go to college was going to be musical theater. So you had to learn how to speak normally, not with a Boston accent. <laughs> I think the last time you told me this, I was drunk because I couldn't have. I, I, <laughs> I, the fact that you were going to be a musical theater major is my favorite thing I've learned today. I would have <laughs> guessed you weren't from Boston. I would have guessed it was somewhere else. See? See? I grew up, I, I grew up a mile and a half from the garden. Oh, okay. Um, so, all right. So we're going to do something cool here today, right? Finally, something fucking cool. All right. There's a jersey giveaway, but we're going to give away two jerseys we decided before this thing. So uh, Jay's going to pick a, a name, uh, two names. Yeah. You're so going to get a list of about f- almost 400 entrants um, where they had to like, share, comment on the post and all that. So what I'm going to do is I'll randomize it. It's kind of long, so I'm going to randomize it three times. And then the number one spot uh, is going to get one of the Air Ruben jerseys. Um, you'll have the option to get it as is and or customize it. Let me hold it up for you. So here's the, the jersey with the new logo. Nice. With the Air Ruben, right? And then on the back, just says Ruben with the number 21. And that's got my sponsors on it as well. We are offering it in. Basketball style jersey. Nice. Drop threes of people's mugs with that thing on. Oh yeah, all day long. Twelves. So um, you'll have your option of what you want. We're gonna have uh, black, white, and we'll also have red. I'll be working throughout the season to do some maybe one-off, customized, uh, limited edition type ones as well that people can get. Along with, you know, like I said earlier, T-shirts, hats, hoodies. And I'm going to work the source, sweatpants, and basketball shorts as well. I'm definitely, first of wait. all, I'm definitely buying a hoodie. But wait, can we get the official rip-off J. Rubin pants? So when you show up Snaps. to the boards, you just snap <laughs> them off and start playing. All day. That's going to be part of my Magic Mike entrance, too. Hey, uh, <laughs> Beth, uh, Beth. Is asking if there's going to be a pink option for the for the ladies. Yeah, so I talked to Mr. Cook about that. I want to do something for the women as well. Um, so we'll get something out there for, for the ladies. Uh, we were hoping to get this done a little sooner so we could have possibly done something for October and breast cancer awareness and all that. So we weren't able to do so, but I will get something out there at some point, yes. So two things. I want to answer one question. Yes, I do have almost every bag in my trunk. My, I had to fix my suspension just to get the truck to lay level. <laughs> and also, they want to understand why number 21. So 21, my birthday is 321. So 21 has always been my number um, with anything that I've ever done. It's a lucky number to me. Um, so I went with 21. 23, obviously, was Michael Jordan. And as much as I idolized the, the guy himself, yeah, the GOAT, not LeBron, <laughs> the GOAT. Um, as much as I wanted to put that on there, I wanted to make it unique to me and, you know, cause you know, I'm starting to become a role model or a figure in the game where people are now looking up to me and I wanted to, you know, start my own path and, you know, kind of go my own way with things. Um, so that's why I elected to go with 21. All right. So that Jersey's going to the first person who gets picked and the second person who gets picked is getting a dog cast Jersey. So, yeah, so let me, I'm going to randomize this list right now. If you guys just want to go ahead and kill a couple minutes while I randomize it three times. Yeah. 
Donnie. Yes. Sir. I heard that you. Go ahead, uh, I heard that you went. You. Uh, you went running out of Space Mountain. You couldn't handle it. That was the latest rumor from uh, your trip. Uh, no, because I did not even go to Magic Kingdom. Magic oh. Kingdom is three hundred feet that way, and I did not. We did not go because. You're such that kid in high school who like has that weird band t-shirt and it's like, you don't know what these guys do. These guys are like the hottest thing ever. Like I don't go to the magic kingdom, dude. I go to like the off brand box. Fuck the magic kingdom. No. So no, the thing with it is we, when we do Disney, we don't do park, 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 park. We figure when the kids get older, that will happen because it just gets too damn crazy and too damn expensive, especially with uh, my children. You know, it depends on the day. One's happy. One's pissed off at us the next day. That that one's pissed off. The next one's happy. You know, so it's the life of a parent with teenagers, I guess. All right. So I got two winners. All right. The first winner is Mr. Big Burt Blackwell. Oh, Oh. he's going to get the customized J. Rubin jersey. Um, You can have it as is or you can customize it with his name whatever number he wants on the back. And the second place winner that will get a jersey from you guys is Mr. Jason Bates. Uh, he's Jason Bates. Of- oh, dude, you know, his, I know that kid's middle name. You know what it is? Air Rubin. No, the kid's middle name, Jay Bates. Master. Oh, Jay Bates, no. Master is his middle name. <laughs> Dickhead. <laughs> dude, I know that my buddy growing up, my best friend named uh, Jim Bateman, I says, we used to call him Master all the time. So, anyways, that's a cheap heat. <laughs> Jay Bates. Brandon. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Master Bates on the back of that shirt. No, I'm just kidding. You sure? Don't even give get me in touch with us. Send us a message. We'll get you a sweet shirt. We're trying to get listeners, not drive them away, dude. Uh, I got a question here. You ready? All right. Anthony Scafidi wants to know how do you break in your bags? Do you throw them out? I mean, throw them in, or do you boil them? Do you do any of that shit, or do you just play them? So. What I did up until this year is I always threw them or I lined them up directly behind the tire of my Cherokee and I ran them over back and forth for about five minutes (laughs) to stretch out the fabric. Now, I will say I did have a set of brand new slide rights that I end up throwing a ghost 10 against or something like that. And I did do the boiling with them because I didn't want to do it with another type bag. I wanted to do something completely different that I didn't care if it got, you know, screwed up. But I did, and they did break down almost instantly. But the suede side was still insanely slow. So you would have to break that side down. But the slide right fast side, was it was fast. It was normal. It was slinky. So I've done a combination of both. But mainly I throw them and or I run them over with my vehicle. So now but, go ahead. With, with all slides, you, you, you pretty much have seen you throw all slides a lot, right? Yeah. So when you throw those – what what is your go to side when you when you're usually throwing? I don't have a preference. I don't want to be deemed as a one way handout. No, 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 no. Or, he means which side? No, of the for bag. the for the fabric. Oh, for the bag, for the side. Oh, I'm sorry. I like to throw the slower side. Okay. I throw that slide right fast side down almost exclusively, unless the board is very tacky. But that allows me to have more control, put up you know better blocks when I need to. Um, cause you never know when a bag could take off on you. And I'd rather have them still in play versus one scooting off the back. So usually you're usually using the fast side just for a push, like a hard push when you need it or. Yeah. If I need to push or if there's bags around the hole and I need to like kind of sleek in like on a backside or something like that, I'll flip it over. I'll put a little bit more height on it and try to get precise to that corner that I need to hit. Okay. All right. So I got a question. 
So, by the way, this guy, uh, somebody asked, um, oh, Lucas Meyer asked, what number of beer are you guys on? I answered 1,000, baby. 1K. <laughs> All right. You going to, we asked this question the other night. I don't think we asked this when you were on the show, but I, I think this is a fun question. You, you're, uh, you're going to a desert island, right? One drink. Well, that uh, was a different question. One drink. Had <laughs> a little too much to drink earlier, boys. One drink, one set of bags. What do you got? If I'm on an island, I want a bottle of Tito's and something to mix it with. That's okay. what I'm going to go to. And You're then, allowed a mixer on my island. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna have a mixer. I don't want Ice machine, drink. too, by the way. Yeah. We're definitely going to need that. I don't want to drink. Don't to a desert Tito's. island. Don't worry about it, Donnie. We're making it up as we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're winging it. Yeah. And then I got to bring I got to bring the all sides. I got to bring the Air Ruben all sides. Uh, Donnie, we're going to play again. What do you got? I answered differently than last time. Wow. This is my so new favorite answer, game. I got I to gotta answer differently this time. Sorry. So this time I'm going to You bring, can't bring Miller Lite. I can't bring Miller Lite. And that's going to hurt my soul. Mm. But because we're on a uh, tropical island, I'm going to bring some Modelo. Regular Modelo, not the Negro. I'm going to bring the regular Modelo. Okay. Because my island has limes on it. So I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And then for my bags, since I can't bring my Infernos, I'm going to switch to a little bit sturdier bag, and I'm going to bring my local Mambas. I like that. I'm going to bring, because I can't bring Miller Lite, I'm bringing uh, what, I'm, what I have in my, by the way, I'm doing a Miller Lite and this. This is a little vodka uh, cranberry, otherwise known as a Cape Codder or Cape Codder. Cool, up here right so uh i'm bringing that and then for bags i'm bringing uh the new i haven't even thrown them yet i already know what i'm bringing new jekyll and slide 3.0s titan bags sponsor the show west georgia cornhole titan bags titan cornhole bags.com site so new i don't even know anyway uh, titan, something for titan titan Cor- Day. i don't know yeah. what it is so check it's those titan, out titan cornhole titan cornhole.com i was gonna say the vikings but I told the story to Donnie off air. Now I told I'm going to tell it live. Rich and Graham were supposed to tip me off, but when the Vikings were going to go on sale again, I was like, "Hey boys, what the fuck?" You know what I mean? Like, had you on the show? We thought we were like best friends. They're like, "We're going to tip you off when they go on sale." I get a tip from like fucking Jimmy Sear, our buddy, who's like, "Yeah, they're on sale." So I ordered them, and I just sent a message to Rich and Graham, and I said, "You two fucking frauds." Fuck. I'm like, I was. I was supposed to be the guy. You, you're like, you're like, oh, fuck that guy. Like, I'm like fucking Fredo and the fucking Godfather. That's what I am. Well, listen, all I have to do is say is our sponsor, uh, Brandon, did tell me that um, the Jekyll and Slide 3.0s were up. So I was all set with that. So now I have a um, complete collection of Jekyll and Slides 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0. Hmm. All right, Jay, let me ask you a question. I know you have a ton of confidence because that's the type of guy you are. I respect that. HDE, baby. Hard dick energy. So, yes, um, but you got to have, there's got to be a few people out there or that you think like, you know, like you see them come up on the list, like at the fucking pro event, you got them in the second, say you got them in the second bra- tier of the bracket after you win a game against yeah. a cupcake. And you're like, fuck, I got to play this guy in the fucking second bracket. There's got to be like 
a few of those guys, but who's like your, who's your guy you don't want to have to play against? Or you don't like playing against them. There's got to be a couple. No, I don't care who I play against. I really don't. Um, I welcome all challengers. Most guys, you know, I've played them and I've beaten them with one point or another. Now they may have a better series record against me. Um, but I enjoy the competition. Oh, I like playing, you know, the Jamie Grahams, the Matt guys, the Ryan Windsors, the Noah Wootens, DK, you know, all them boys, um, because I know I got to bring my A game to beat them. And I know that if I knock them out early, you know, I'm not going to see them again until very late in the tournament. Yeah, um, I guess that's the other way to look at it, right? You drill out Matt guy and say the second round. Then you're like, dude, am I ever going to get beat? Like, I just fucking fucked up Matt guy over here. Like, who the fuck are you? You know what I mean? Whoever the next guy up is. Yeah, I so, embrace it. So do you change your style of play, though? Because, like, right now, the pro game seems to be slide, 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 right? Everybody's just going dead nut straight for the hole. Yep. If, if you're playing somebody that you know you've had a challenge against, will you mix it up a little bit and try to do a little more messy board action? No, because all these guys are equipped with a rollover, bounce shot, airmail. Those level players have all that in their arsenal. So, I mean, and if it's something they perfected, you know, like Eric Davis, Noah Wooten with that bouncer flop shot, messing the board up isn't going to do a whole heck of a lot to them because they're still going to be able to control it and have more control because they got a slower bag than what I do. My bag's going to kick a little bit more off a pile and do other things differently. So I want to stay true to my game and not change things up too much unless the game dictates otherwise. I've seen a couple of those guys, though, if you throw a mid-block with a sticky bag and they're not fully on that day, it's it hurts a little bit. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But then that could also mess me up in the same sense, too. You know, that may mess up my round or the rhythm that I may be in. You know, I may put 12, 16 in a row. Now I do that. Now I may find myself out of groove when I was already in a good groove. Um, but, you know, if I'm having to chase points and, you know, they made 20 to 28 in a row – yeah, you got to try to do something a little bit different, especially if they got a few point lead or it's late in the game. You got to make something happen. All right, I got another. Based wait, on your practice, on. though, I'm gonna I'm gonna call a little bit on that though because I've seen your I've seen your mid block halfway up the board, and then that deep hard push. So I'm gonna call a little BS on that answer right there. <laughs> oh no, you can. Have, I mean, it's just not. No, you're right, but it's not a high percentage shot. It's not something you want to chase. You know, I played James Washington down in St. Louis two years ago, I think it was. And I left a bag probably about four to five inches. There's tape on it. It was four to five inches from the bottom of the board sitting dead center. I'm down 20 to nine, 20 to 10. I have to make that bag and the bag in my hand to wash. And I hit it. But it's not something... You don't want to put yourself in that type of situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You hit it like beyond odds, basically. Like, I mean, you're not going to even yourself. You admit right. you're probably not going to hit that shot most of the no, time. No, because that was that was exactly what we were talking about. Is putting up that block towards the middle, then have a hard push, hope he misses the airmail or a step out, and then I could try to ride it up and in and take advantage of the round. But I left it short. So, I mean, that's where it could backfire on you as well. Also, if you block... He airmails and nails. You airmail and nails. He airmails, nails. You hit it. Like, now you're like, fuck, now I got to push this bag in. If this guy hits this, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. this just worked against me, you know? You're talking about riding a bag up probably 20-something inches, whatever it was. I mean, it was insane. I don't want to have to do that. <laughs> no. By the way, uh, 
Jersey guy, we already talked about him sponsor the show. By the way, this hat, Donnie, this logo legends hat, logo canopies, Jason Bettinger. This hat brings out the blue in my eyes. I've been told that by many women, Donnie. Well, my, my hat's a little wet because I went down the water slide with it today. Did you really? Nice. <laughs> yes. Did you go to the yes, I didn't know you went to the fucking water park? No, no. My hotel has a water slide. You rich fuck. You motherfucker. <laughs> Not water park, it's water park. That's right. That's right. It's a water park. <laughs> uh, and I went to the bubbler. <laughs> do you so do you you play a slide bag in general. So you play an all slide, that's like generally your bag. Yeah. So do you think like do you ever is there do you still employ uh, employ a block game at any point? Like do you ever say to yourself like I'm gonna leave one short here, make him work for it, like or do you just say I'm just going back for bag and I know I can go back for bag with anybody? Yeah, I'm usually going back for bag, but there's times in a game where I want to put up a block, especially if they're in a, a good rhythm and you know, I'm throwing more tens and twelves, but they're throwing more twelves, and I want to make them do something a little bit different. And like I said earlier, get them out of that groove. Um, or if I can exploit somebody's weakness where they don't have a flop game or their airmail isn't strong or they can't step out. If I can see a benefit there where I think I can get a chunk round and then blow a game open, I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm going to try it out, especially if I got a little bit of a lead and I can afford to possibly give up a two or something of that nature. So, Jay, a big part of my game. Is the slow play. <laughs> By the way, I don't know what you were going to say, but I laughed because a big part of your game, I, I don't think that's um, – nobody ever is like – you know what a big part of Brendan's game is? Like, yeah, like a, the thousand Listen, a big part of my game is the slow play, and I am king of the timeout. Oh, Do yeah. you ever use the timeout strategically to throw off your partner, uh, your, the person you're playing against? Yeah, I'll take time. I'll know the shot I got to take, but I will take a timeout just to purposely waste 20, 30 seconds to where they can't just fire that bag away and make them think, stop their motion, stop their rhythm or whatever it may be. I will do that on purpose from time to time. I did it last weekend at a regional. I knew I had a backside airmail, but I was like, let's go look at it. You know, this lady was just on fire. I mean, she shot a 10.11 against me. And I shot a 10.64 and she had 11.5 lead and I had to work for a 21.13 win or whatever it was. But when she was up 11 to five and I'm sitting here, I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's take a little bit of a pause here. Let's go look at this bag and try to slow up whatever rhythm she has going. So it absolutely works. There's times where it won't, but I mean, it's worth a shot. You got two in singles. Why not? I got a well, question. I think the difference between yours and mine is about 12 beers. <laughs> I have a question. Yeah. I have a question. Okay, so you're getting into a street fight, right? And you need to take two professional cornhole players with you. You don't like it's you're get you like come down the alley and like you can pick two. And like you gotta pick from like basically all the guys, basically in the cornhole world, but they have to be known. It can't be like you don't can't pick like oh, my yeah. buddy James, like who I play oh, with no, at the no. bar. Like you gotta pick two that people will know. And then explain why, and then me and Donnie will go. Okay. By the way, ask, dude. I see Sean Asp on here. When you do asking dumb shit, like this is asking fucking great shit. Who are you taking? (laughs) Who are you taking to fucking Title Town with you? Fucking fight. So, in no particular order. First one, I'm going to take DK. He's a strong boy. 
I feel like he can handle his own. He's a guy that you want on your side because I, I, there's a lot of loyalty I could sense with him. So I want DK on my side. The second one, Eli Stevens, and there's no questions being asked about that one. Eli Stevens, I mean, he's what, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, he's just a massive, yeah, he's strong big as fuck, individual. Bro. Dude, yeah. I had to play him a Mohegan in the blind draw, advanced blind draw. Yeah. And we lost a tight game to him. I had a good partner. I can't remember the kid's name, but – Dude, that kid was like, it was like he was like a fucking cartoon. Like, like he looks like a cartoon that you watch on like Saturday morning. Like, oh, this is the big guy in the gang. Like, that's like, that's how big yeah. that dude is. He's huge. He looks like Baymax. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Donnie, who are you taking? Oh, no, you're going next. I'm going oh, okay. last. We're I'll playing. go. All right. I like that. Today, that's nice. I like that. All right. I think I'm going to steal. I might steal one from you, though. Uh, there's no question, and I can't even believe you fucking, you Judas motherfucker, Jay Rubin. I can't believe you didn't take your boy. Lester Price, if I can bet you he's fought a million people outside of bars. Like, shit-faced, I bet, like, just ruined people. Like, with that voice, do not dispel me from that. I believe it. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the fucking trump card. Well, me and fucking Lester Price are, like, holding our own against, like, the two guys. Damon Dennis is snapping six guys next. Damon Dennis fucking fought for this fucking country. This guy is a fucking (laughs) legend. He's a work boot wearing motherfucker. He will break your fucking spine. He'll pull your spine out and then fucking just discard you. Like, 